Philadelphia. Get ready to be inspired. If you need help finding the light in the darkness, don't touch that dial. Let's navigate life through the lens of hope with Scotty P. Inspirational speaker Scotty P speaks the importance of mental health in society and encourages techniques to overcome the everyday mental health obstacles that hold us back in life. It's not just inspiration, it's Scotty P inspiration. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Scotty P Inspiration Show with your host here, Scott Prendergast, aka Scotty P. Super excited you all could make it back here for another week so that I can help you to navigate your life through the lens of hope and rediscover the resilience within yourself. So shout out to everyone tuning in. Shout out to everybody who's been a fan for a while. I really do appreciate it. And for all those who of you who are new, thanks for tuning in today as well. And I hope that you can take something positive from this message that I have for you today. So very quickly, before we get started, if you want to watch this episode, a couple ways that you can do it. You can listen on any major podcast platform. That's right. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything. You can search the Scotty P Inspiration Show, listen to it that way. You can go on my YouTube channel and watch the video that goes along with it. My YouTube channel is Scotty P Inspiration, or you can also go on my website, www.scottypinspo.com, and you can listen that way as well. Okay, everybody, now that we got that out of the way, let's get it started. Let's jump right into it because I want this show to always be something that you can take from 10, 15, 20 minutes and just apply to your life right here on the spot. All right. So today's topic is going to be talking about limiting beliefs, right? And this is something that a lot of us hear about all the time, but what do we do about it? How do we recognize it? And how do we change those limiting beliefs to self-affirming beliefs, beliefs that are going to help us and propel us forward in our life? Okay, everybody. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Now, if you're new to the show, one of the things that I like to do is I very much like to make this listener centric, okay? So I like to ask you, the listener, a lot of questions for you to think about right now, but also throughout the day after you're done listening to the show too. So the question that I have for you all listeners right now is as follows. The question is, what do you truly believe about yourself at your core? Okay, and I'll do that again. The question is, what do you truly believe about yourself at your core. Okay, now take some time to think about it, right? And again, you may not have an answer right now, just something to think about throughout the day. But what do you believe about yourself? Okay, do you believe that you're a per- that you're a good person? Do you believe that you're somebody that has a lot of potential in your life and somebody that is passionate about something? Do you believe that you're good enough? Do you believe that you're valued? Do you believe that you can do great things in your life? Do you believe things like this? Or do you believe that you're not enough? Do you believe that you can't seem to ever do anything right? Do you believe that you'll never be good enough for anybody or anything? Do you believe that everything you do always is a failure? Do you believe that you don't have a purpose? Right? So what do you believe about yourself at your core? And that's different for everybody. And that's not what I'm here to judge or say this or that. I just want to propose the question to you. And the next question I would have is after you find out what you believe about yourself at your core, I want you to ask yourself, why do you think that? Like, where does that come from? Why do you believe what you believe about yourself? And this is where I want to take us a little bit deeper here. So you listener, take those things, write them down. Think about it throughout the day, but we're going to continue on with the show here, knowing what we just shared. The thing is, our self-beliefs and our limiting beliefs or therefore positive beliefs about ourselves, they really control so much about what we do. Right. If we have limiting beliefs, that grounds us in our lives. It prevents us from soaring to certain levels. It prevents us from doing certain things because we don't believe that we can. And I've never been one to be a cheesy person that's just like, I believe I can and automatically I can do it. 
obviously we all know there's more to life than just thinking I can do it and actually doing it. But I can tell you this, if you don't believe that you can do something, if you don't believe that you're valued, if you don't believe that you're enough, you have zero chance, zero chance of doing any of those things or becoming what you want to become. You have zero chance, right? Because if you're meditating and focusing and ruminating on thoughts such as that all throughout the day, guess what? Your body, your actions are going to follow suit with that. You're going to start taking actions based off of the fact that you think that you're not enough or that you think that you're stupid or you think that you're not smart or you think you can't do it. Your actions are going to follow that. And then guess what? You're going to take actions that follow that. And those actions are going to lead to you feeling not great about yourself, which is going to lead to more limiting beliefs. So I know it sounds like such a small thing, like what I believe about myself, really, that's going to change my life. Maybe not instantly, but without changing how we think about ourselves, we'll never become the people who we truly want to be. And I know that sounds kind of scary, but on the flip side, if we can just learn to change what we think about ourselves, we're on the road to becoming all that and more that we want to be. But it starts with really these limiting thoughts and identifying them and working through them and, and not feeding them so much, not giving them so much power over us, right? And like I said, those limiting thoughts, they ground us in our lives. And on the opposite of that, those positive affirming thoughts are what take us and soar us to new places. So the next question is, all right, so how do we move past this? How do we how do we get through this process here? Because it's easy to say it right now. It's easy to have a day where you're fired up and say, yeah, you know, I'm inspired. I'm going to change my thoughts. And then the reality of life hits you. And it's so easy to just fall back into that trap again, right? That mental trap, that limiting belief trap, because that's all that you know. And it takes a lot of energy, a lot of effort, a lot of continuing persistence to move past those limiting beliefs and truly change them. But the great thing is, is that you can do it and you don't need some degree from Harvard or some fancy schmancy practice to do it. You can do it with simple stuff like what we're going to be talking about today and what we've already talked about, right? But before we get into that, we need to understand where a lot of our limiting beliefs come from. And I've talked to a lot of people over the years, and, and nobody really seems to have the answer when I ask them this question. I say, so where do your limiting beliefs come from? And people say, well, you know, I don't know. I've always just kind of thought that way about myself, or, you know, I've, I've always just haven't been a very confident person, or, oh, you know, I, I just, I don't know. That's just who I am, right? And I'm like, no, that's not who you are. You know, having a belief that you're not good enough is not who you are. And don't tell me that's who you are because it's not. All right. So I don't want to hear that. And I don't want you to say that one more second to yourself, right? Just because you're someone that's shy doesn't mean that you can't do anything. Just because you're somebody that doesn't boast confidence all over the place doesn't mean that you don't have internal confidence that you are enough, right? So no, you are not the limiting beliefs that you have. Okay. And we need to get that straight up right now on the record for you. Okay. But to dive a little bit deeper here, a lot of through my research and the people that I've worked with in the mental health field for the past six years, a lot of these limiting limiting beliefs, excuse me, come from interpretations. And what I mean by that is they come from interpretations from past events, past failures, emotional traumas. They come from scarring incidents. They come from a variety of different things in our past a lot of fear and not moving past it, they come from these different, I guess, I don't know, labels, if you will, that I just gave you, right? A lot of them come from that. 
people will have a situation where maybe they've really stepped out of their comfort zone to try something new to say, hey, you know, I'm going to go out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do this. It's not something I usually do, but I'm going for it. I'm doing it. And then they go for it. And then maybe it doesn't work or it backfires and they become really embarrassed or somebody says something rude or they have that horrible feeling in them. Right. And that is in a way is traumatic for people. They remember that they hold on to that. The first belief is, why did I ever do that? Why did I step out of my comfort zone? I really am nothing. And boom, just like that, as simple as that, a limiting belief is born. And it doesn't stay like that, though, because then throughout the years, different things happen and you might start feeding that limiting belief more with more evidence to yourself as to why you can't do something, as to why you're not enough, as to why you can't be this or that, right? And the next thing you know, you feed that limiting belief so much that you don't even remember what it was like not to have it, right? So what is important for us to do is learning to kind of pinpoint where some of these limiting beliefs came from. And this process is different for everybody. It's not exactly the same, but I think the introspectivity of it is quite powerful. And this might take some time, okay? So there's a lot of downward arrow questions that we have to ask ourselves here sometimes to find the source of where these limiting beliefs are coming from, right? You know, sometimes people, you know, discover their limiting limiting belief of I can't do anything right could come back to an elementary school moment where they tried something and the teacher yelled at them and told them they they that they couldn't do something right. And that moment right there, as simple as it was, over time manifested itself in different ways throughout that person's life, leading to that limiting belief, right? So it's never just one thing that causes a limiting belief, but when we can trace it back to some of those early events, those sticking point events, we can really start to break through and move past it, right? And so for all of you, the listeners today, what I want you to do is first jot down a couple limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. Maybe it's one, maybe it's 10. I don't know, but I want you to jot some of them down. And then I want you to go through each of those limiting beliefs that you jotted down. And I want you to take it back and say, okay, where did this come from? What event happened where this is, I started to think this about myself. What multiple events happened to where I further believed it, right? And again, I can't do that for you, but I can give you the tools to do it, right? So write down those limiting beliefs and go through each one and really try to go back in your mind and really try to go back at the different actions and feelings and things that happened in your life that maybe added to that limiting belief becoming stronger in you, okay? That's a task that I have for you all today. And again, you do that how you need to do it, okay? But it's going to be super important to be able to find out some of that. And I think you'll you'll see a big difference when you do that. So kind of building off of that, one of the things that I wrote down here was that how we interpret our failures, embarrasses, losses really is going to be the building block for the type of beliefs that we hold on to, especially when it comes to limiting ones. So much of this life is how we interpret things. You know, I'd say a vast majority of situations aren't usually as bad as we think, but we interpret them as if they're the worst thing ever right? Or we interpret a good situation as if, well, it's really a bad situation in disguise and we kind of trick ourselves. Or we interpret a situation that maybe isn't the best. And instead of viewing it as a stepping stone and something that's going to help us to grow, we interpret it as if we're a failure. We interpret it as if we did everything wrong. We interpret it as if everything's crashing down and we're done and we, and we got to start over. Where that's not always the case. So there is so much power in the interpretation of the events of your life we need to start paying attention to that. And that's why we have to get out of what I always call autopilot mode. 
And what I mean by autopilot mode is that so many of us just kind of stumble out throughout life. And anytime something happens, we just completely let our emotional side thinking take over. When something bad happens or something sad happens, we stay in that sad, bad feeling. You know, we refuse to look at it as anything else other than an obstacle, other than a problem, other than something we don't like. Right. And we stay there and we interpret it that way. And then we get bitter. We get resentful. We get angry. And I've always said that anger is really nothing more than just a facade of sadness. Right. Anger on the outside means there's sadness not being addressed on the inside. Right. And so our interpretations are so vitally important. And I don't think it's something that any of us talk about enough. Right. Now, here's the thing. Bad. And I say this all the time on this show. Bad things are going to happen to you in this life. Yes, they are. I, I can't stop that for you. And the older you get, the more you're going to see, man, bad things are happening. We can't control that. But we do have a choice on how we're going to interpret that bad event, how we're going to interpret that difficult season of our life. And how you interpret it is going to really, it's going to set the tone for the next direction that your life takes. Right, Because think about it, if you just have bad thing after bad thing after bad thing and interpret them all as bad things and nothing more than that, you're going to say, my life is just this barren wasteland, I'm miserable, nothing ever goes right for me, everything always goes wrong, nobody has it as rough as me, I'm nothing, so now I'm going to be mad at everybody else who thinks that they're something. Right, And that, we don't want to live in that place. We don't want to live there. That's a sad existence. And unfortunately, I see a lot of people doing that. And I work with a lot of people to try to get them through that. And that's why I'm here today too. But let's go back to the, to the same thing. Okay, three or four, a bunch of bad things happen. Bad thing after bad thing after bad thing. Instead of accepting that, interpreting it as bad, let's look at each one of those things in a different lens of, yeah, okay, we're acknowledging this isn't good. I'm allowing myself to feel annoyed and frustrated, but I'm going to interpret this event as something that's going to move me forward. I'm going to interpret this event as something that's going to add to me, not take away from me. I'm going to interpret this event as something that is going to push me closer to becoming the person that I want to be so I can do what I want to do in this world and be the way I want to be, right? All of a sudden now, we have the same couple bad events, people going through the same things. One person is living there. The other person is getting better and stronger and moving through it because of how they're interpreting it, right? And that's right there shows you the power of interpretation. Total, totally, totally true. Now, let's remember, though, my friends, understand that when these bad things happen in your life, you have to allow yourself to feel it. You can't, I'm, I'm not saying you just block it off and say, nope, it's not even bad. I'm not acknowledging it. I'm out. No, you got to acknowledge that it's hard and take as long as you need to feel that. But you don't stay there. You don't live there. And after you're done acknowledging it and after you've allowed yourself to feel the sad feelings, negative, angry feelings, then what are you going to do with it? Then where does that interpretation go? That's what we want to do, right? And when we move forward, that develops those beliefs that we could do anything. And when we stay there in that low place, that's where we develop those limiting beliefs that are st that'll stick with us wherever we go. Okay. And, and this stuff is fragile. And that's why it's so important to pay attention to. And to get out of that autopilot mode, as I said before, so that we can recognize what's going on and choose to view it through the lens that's going to put us in a position to see a positive come from it or to get stronger or better in some type of way. Okay, so the power of interpretation, my friends, do not forget about that. And that's one of the most important things from this episode today that I want you to be able to take away from this. Okay, so we talked about finding out where those limiting beliefs were coming from, going doing that downward angle questioning. One of the things I wrote down. I always like to say is this, when it comes to limiting beliefs, 
the anecdote is in the poison, right? The anecdote to limiting beliefs is in the poison. And what I mean by that is the same thing that is causing you to have that limiting belief can be used, just like I said before, to instead give you a belief that you could do whatever you want, that you could do anything. That same adversity, that same struggle, that same misfortune, that same sadness, the poison, if you will, also holds the anecdote. And that anecdote is what you're able to take away from it and properly use it, right? But a lot of people, in another kind of analogy way, they see the poison and they just say, oh, I'm poisoned, I'm done, right? Instead of saying, hey, wait, yes, there's poison, but this same thing carries the anecdote as well for me to get through this. And I'm a big believer that with every struggle, there is a way through it if we choose to view it in that way. And, you know, that's one of my favorite parts that's always talking about, you know, me being a Christian, you know, God talking about in the Bible, where he's saying, you know, for every struggle, I will provide a way of escape. And I think we could take that and run with that. And, and that shows us right there that with every struggle, there is a way through it, but we've got to choose to view it in that lens. So one of the things for you to take away from here, the anecdote is in the poison. The same things that you struggle with are going to be the same reasons why you get better, stronger, faster, you know, whatever it is, okay? Whatever whatever it is that you get to that next level in your life. And I hope that that's something you could take from this episode as well. Just a little thing. The anecdote is in the poison. So as we come towards the end of the episode here today, because you know I like to make this quick because a lot of you are listening in the car when you're going somewhere at lunch. You know, I want to make sure that you, I respect your time as well. And I don't drone on for six hours about, well, today I ran outside and I was cold and I didn't like it. And now I'm set. Get out of here, bro. We're out here doing things to actually help you, the listener, take something and improve your life. Not just to drone on about stupid details that no one cares about. <laughs> Let's go. So as we're ending it here, you know, one of the things that I wrote down is pay attention to your emotional state. Right, Because so many of us walk around in this emotional state that is just sad or angry or frustrated all the time. And when we do that, it's very difficult to see any of the good in life and especially any of the good in difficult situations. But if we can learn to change our emotional state, we're going to see different results. We're going to really change the results that we start to see in our life. We're going to change how we see people and situations in our lives. Right Now, how we change that emotional state is by paying attention to the negative thoughts that come about. Right. And choosing to view those negative thoughts, not as things that are going to put us in a chokehold or things that are going to ruin us, but instead viewing those negative thoughts as opportunities, opportunities instead of roadblocks, opportunities that are going to allow you to work on yourself in some type of way, opportunities for you to apply some of the strategies that we've talked about to those negative thoughts so they can pass on through instead of sticking in your head. Right. So. When we chain, work on changing our emotional state by changing how we respond to negative thoughts, we're going to see a big difference in our lives over time. Because again, this isn't a one minute or even one day or one week process. It's a lifelong process. Okay. So for all you listeners today, I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to be encouraged because these limiting beliefs that you're dealing with right now, I can tell you from firsthand experience, they're not permanent as long as we're willing to put in the work to move through them and change how we view them and change our interpretation of them. All right, everybody, but be encouraged because these beliefs are not the end of you. Your life is not going to permanently be stuck here. 
but we've got a choice that we've got to make in order to make sure that we could see some of that good. And we've got to make that choice by changing how we're interpreting these situations and these negative things that come into our lives. But once we make that choice, there's nothing that can hold us back. Will it take work? Yes. Will it always be fun? No. But will you get through it and will you see a difference? 100%. I'm a living testimony of that. Okay, everybody. So thank you so much for joining us for another episode here today. I'm super grateful, super thankful that you could be here. For all those who are just tuning in for the first time, thank you for giving us a shot. Really appreciate it. Hope you could take something positive from this episode and apply it to your life today. So everybody, until next time, this is Scotty P signing off.